Hello everybody, here is another podcast from the Collaborative Unit. Today on this podcast we have the pleasure of talking to the students from the Amsterdam Fashion Institute and their topic for their final, uh, for their master's program was called ReThread and I'm just going to let the students introduce themselves and the courses that they were on. My name is Louise, Louise Corner, and I studied where I study the master fashion design technology, so for women's wear. Yeah, um, my name is Pedro and I uh, am on the MA footwear course. Uh, my name is Arom, and I study um, master pattern cutting and garment technology in LCF. So I'm one of the team members as well. And my name is Alexa. I'm the collaborator from Amsterdam Fashion Institute. And I was studying a master in fashion enterprise creation, in which um, I came up with the concept, concept ReThread. Uh, ReThread is a brand, but also a consignment resale platform. Um, so we sell pre-loved uh, designer goods, as well as redesigned uh, clothing. It's wonderful to have you all in the all in this podcast together because I think from what I gathered your experience was very much you were all integrated within the work so as the industry partner sometimes steps away from the project it sounds like uh, Alexa you you stayed very much in tune with with the students it, would that be right yes absolutely well how we kind of set it up you know i pr proposed the project mm -hmm. um and obviously the students applied um with kind of how they can contribute to bringing the idea live uh, so that's how we kind of set up the team. And then at the beginning, it was really my job to uh, introduce the brand and like my vision. Um, and then, yeah, hand the, pro hand the project over, but kind of oversee it, give feedback throughout, um, you know, so that it ended up coming out within my vision, but also an interpretation of um, how the students saw it. So it was definitely in that sense, a collaboration uh, I, I at times step back, but a lot of the time they were doing more of the, you know, action orientated work. And I'm just wondering whether, um, who would like to talk about the, the actual kind of collaborative process? Would one of you like to talk about what that, how that started? How did it feel in the middle and how did it, how did it work at the end? Louise, do you want to go ahead? Yeah, yeah sure. No, so I think, um, yeah, I, I think actually it was like a really good collaborative kind of teamwork through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So obviously how it all started off was that Alexa was having quite, you know, a focused, strong, creative direction, what she wanted to um you know, create at the end, which obviously helped us designer to kind of try to get into her head mm -hmm. to also understand, you know, her aesthetic, what she actually wants to have as a final outcome. And then I think all of us kind of got quite specific roles. So we didn't really interfere in between. So we did our design um you know, design work, and then we presented it to Alexa, we were giving, you know, feedback, like literally as if you would do it in the in the industry, really, and then you kind of developed and then you tried to combine it 
and unify it with the other designs from, uh, in this case, Ron, and then Paige with the footwear. So it all kind of came together at the end. Yeah. And, and how did you um, sort of maintain that level of communication and trust? How was that established? So I think that all of us have been very, you know, kind of dedicated to this project in itself because the creative direction was strong. It was exciting, you know, reference designs that we were. Um, so I think obviously WhatsApp has kind of been one of the key quick communication uh, medium that was used through, especially also when the COVID-19 happened. I think especially we weren't, you know, allowed to be in school. So then you have to sometime, you know, be quite, you know, quick uh, in responding to things while sometimes, you know, email um, can be a bit slow and sometimes, yeah. So I think that also kind of made it a bit more familiar and maybe even more kind of, humble in a sense that we were doing all this together more than it was very formal email contact. Um, and I think also through the whole thing, all of us obviously had different, you know, questions concerning different things when it came to, you know, constructions or ideas or brainstorming different, you know, um, ideas that would come up and, you yeah. know, I mean, we would get response quite ASAP. I think, yeah, and I also think what I noticed from from the work that you submitted that it you just looked really like you, even the pre-COVID, you looked very kind of like you were enjoying the process. All the photographs of you being together is like it's really joyful and you were bouncing. It just looked like it was a, a, a sense of, um, I don't know, sort of achievement and friendship all mixed in together. Yeah, I think, well, what was also amazing is I ended up coming from Amsterdam to London. So we kind of all got to meet as a group. And I know mm -hmm. a lot of other people who were also from Amsterdam Fashion Institute didn't necessarily kind of have that personal connection right mm -hmm. at the beginning. So I think that made a difference for us. You know, we kind of actually got to work in a little team for like a day or two. So it sort of established like a more personal approach to the collaboration, which I think might have been a bit tricky for other people who didn't actually get to all work together in the same room at, you know, some point or another. So I think that was a really good kind of basis for us to start um, the process and, you know, keep in contact. We also did regular sort of Skype calls and all of that. So, you know, to kind of keep that human touch, I think was important, especially throughout COVID. So, um, yeah, that it was really, I feel like we all got along. We also all had a sort of similar vision and style and approach to work. So I think that really helped us all as well. Uh -huh. And I think also face-to-face -face is so important, actually, when it comes to, you know, when you're creating design for someone else, that you have to kind of understand each other's personality as a group, kind of really, yeah, see, you know, how each other, you know, work together as a team, especially also, I mean, Alexa has been quite, you know, you know, very flexible of taking in all the designs or different, you know, design ideas that we have come up with. And then also very 
you know, clear kind of feed, uh, feedback and guidance of how we see to develop it further, uh, which also have made, you know, the development in itself. Yeah, and it's interesting that you say that because what you were just talking about was, you know, being um, being able to be in the room meant that you you were you could pick up on all those sort of what we call and it sounds a bit sort of cheesy but we call them soft skills I'm not too sure why and soft skills are about listening to the tone of someone's voice reading their body language looking at their faces you know looking at the way they're kind of how long they take time before they say something Mm. I think what you're saying is you really you could value those tiny little kind of instances that can really Mm. only happen when you're in a room with somebody. Yeah. Um, And I think that builds up this incredible level of trust from what I can hear. But also I forgot to say, you know, congratulations because the work is unbelievably good. Um, And it just shows this beautiful process. All of you have got a really kind of clever way of capturing the process that you, that, that you went through and you know from the footwear to the sketches from the sketches from the mannequin to the drawings to the collage it is you know I just wanted to say it was it's beautiful work it really is yeah I think on from my perspective like the girls were I learned so much actually through their process because this was my I mean my background isn't um in design so I'd never actually seen kind of the process of how designs you know how to experiment the drape from the draping you know all the way through to sketches and then actually kind of you know bringing the garments to life so it was my first time going through the process um and they yeah they had a really unique and special way of kind of visualizing things um even with the challenges of you know not being able to physically make the prototype so uh, I actually learned a lot <laughs> from their process as well. And, I, and I'm just wondering, think, was anybody surprised by something? Did anyone did anyone go, oh, my God, I never. Was there any surprises in the process? What? I mean, I think that um, just working with a team in general, sometimes in school, everyone gets caught up in their own stuff and it's hard to get such a nice um, outcome. And I think... I was so surprised that we we all really worked well together, but we all still had our own um, sort of style. That but they sort of all went together, so that 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 was um, helpful for our uh, outcome and how it turned out. Yeah, and I think also, you know, I feel that all of us have, you know, some some kind of you know diplomatic kind of way of you know, approaching also, you know, giving each other space. For example, me and Rong, we obviously design, you know, the same women's wear. So, you know, we were kind of trying to, you know, divide it up into different areas. So, you know, you know, it would obviously be as balanced and, you know, smooth as possible, which I thought was, which I thought was lovely. Because sometimes obviously it can be a bit if if the if the directions is not very clear, it can become you know miscommunication what what is designing what and it can be not competitive, but you know it obviously if if it's not maybe directed in the correct way, it can obviously create conflicts and I think that's what I thought was just 
amazing in this sense because I've I've done a few collaborations in the past and obviously it is very easy that it maybe becomes miscommunication between different parties and in this sense I think that we were all very just quite humble and just mm. very you know in like yeah like, like in yeah, tune observant. with one another yeah. yeah and just very you're observant of one each other and being you know constantly being part and not feeling a bit because obviously Paige for example she have had yeah you can say uh, Paige yourself you know massive challenge with your uh, footwear mm. because obviously she couldn't do it you know at home um so obviously but obviously lovely sketches came out in the end <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think that was it was difficult because there are lots of machines that I need that I well I would have benefited from but also like I had really had to push myself in um like getting better drawings and practicing so that it would look as nice as the uh, garments and things so it was yeah it was difficult to do it uh, based on well without having any experiments at all really I was I was really surprised how like I mean for footwear the footwear how the footwear and women's wear actually kind of like spoke the same language and um you know the collection kind of had a bit of like modularity and it was quite versatile in so many ways and I thought it was really amazing how the the two actually you know connected in the end and came together so nicely um even though we kind of were all sort of disconnected you know not in the same place and not being able to work together in the room so I think that was something that I was really sort of like happily obviously surprised by. Yeah, and I think, you know, to I mean, you have to be commended because, well, all of you have to be commended because you actually went through some unprecedented kind of sort of massive kind of shift because of COVID. I mean, that's emotionally, practically, logistically and it's it is quite I mean it's inspiring to see what you've managed to keep doing I mean I think we've at the university we've got a real kind of sense of pride in the fact that you've you've really tackled something that so many students have tackled and most I have to say huge majority of students have actually really kind of just pushed forward and and have kind of had to sort of say okay we have to make the most of this and um, but I was also wondering um, what advice would you give students that were going to embark on a project that was similar as this or, you know, an industry-based group project? I think, you know, our Zoom calls coming back to this face-to-face, -face, I think, firstly, I think it's very important, as we had in the beginning, to actually meet face-to-face, -face, see each other, uh, observe each other, you know, who is actually in the team and then kind of try to keep some, as Alexa actually mentioned, you know, this kind of, even if it's face-to-face -face virtually via Zoom calls or however, it kind of breaks down the formality, which also makes it more open-minded open -minded for actually creative work as well. Because um, sometimes email back and front can become a bit 
Yeah, you yes. like lose, you lose the essence or the message. Yeah, I think so. And and it's maybe you're just not getting to know each other. You're only getting to know each other mm. in print form. You're not really, yeah. you know, maybe that's. Yeah, I uh, also the um, we started from the beginning using our SharePoint page, which I mean, mm. whatever platform you prefer, but is so helpful to sort of keep a timeline and see what everyone else is working on so that you're on the same wavelength and you're you're able to sort of still feel like you're working together because you have everyone's work in front of you. I think that was something that really, really pushed us through the whole thing. And in the end, we were able to write our papers and things based on the timeline that we had created throughout the uh, whole project. So, Yeah, I, I completely agree, Paige. I completely agree with the SharePoint because it also gave us an overview of what we needed to do mm. next. So it was kind of like a yeah, creative development to see what are the best steps to do next, what have we covered, what should we do more experimentation with, and especially also when you can actually upload all your sketches and designs, so it becomes a bit more of a visual landscape of how it kind of follows through. Mm -hmm. And maybe add on to what Louise said, I think it is also important to uh, of keeping an open mind with unfamiliar knowledge because I remember when the, um, the lockdown happens and we are uh, quite overwhelming and we are thinking about how can we find a new way to uh, realize our outcome and then I have some basic knowledge on the 3D uh, digital technology, but I still need to keep learning. But this is the, the this collaboration provided me a good opportunity, like to um, learn more on this unfamiliar knowledge. I think it is is important. And and do you think it pushed you? Do you think you were kind of pushed into thinking, gosh, I'm. Because it's interesting, another group of students said once they saw a student, once they realised a student had learnt a kind of what looked like a quite complex digital platform, they were all inspired to kind of go, okay, if she can do it, I can. Do you think? Do you think there was that sense of, I don't know, were you all supporting each other in different ways? Do you think that's what was happening? I think it's definitely it is because. Um, during the situation, the digital, uh, the like the use the 3D digital to present the final outcome mm. is one of the best solution we can think about. So that, like our team, kind of um, encourage me. I would say rather than uh, push, like encourage me to um, to learn more on this uh, technology and software because I know I want to learn more on that so I can like uh, support my team member and we can together we can produce a better outcome. I think it's definitely our team member encouraged me or this project encouraged me to do this. And that's really good because it sounds like you were each kind of I don't know in a way supporting each other at a time when you really did all need to support each other. Um, I think that's 
that's that's really evident it's really evident in the work that you that you were i mean you didn't stay safe i think you took lots of risks with a lot of, with the, with the work that i could see yeah and i think i mean what was amazing is like I've actually managed to um, make some of the physical prototypes, even though we had kind of that, you know, barrier in the beginning. And even though it was like a sort of unfortunate thing that we couldn't make the physical prototypes, which was actually our desired outcome. And obviously that had to change with COVID. It allowed us to firstly create more designs and like have more time to sort of experiment with the materials and how, you know, the collection should work together. Um, and now, you know, even though we didn't get the physical prototypes done within the collaboration space, it kind of worked out in the end anyway, because, you know, we as well as Rong's 3D kind of uh, model, helped me show the seamstress, you know, how it should be constructed. So it ended up having a lot of benefits, um, you know, the way things turned out, which I think is also surprising. And if, you know, going back to giving advice to students, like it doesn't mean just because you didn't, you know, reach what you initially set out to that it it's it not it might actually kind of turn out better in the end so um yeah just just keep an open mind is definitely a, a good way and support each other and also offer help to one another i think all three of the girls were really good at kind of you know um seeing what still needed to be done and how they can kind of split the work amongst themselves so uh, that's really to be commended as well yeah, I mean, it really is. Uh, and the other thing I wanted to ask, because we have Alexa in the house, so to speak, um, mm -hmm. and we're lucky to have a supervisor in in this chat. Um, I was just wondering, what do you think is, is, how would you define your role as a supervisor? Like, what was your approach before you even kind of embarked on, had you, had you supervised a group before? What was your approach, do you think? Um, I mean, I have always felt like I quite naturally can step into a supervisor role. Like I feel that I, you know, it comes quite naturally to me. Um, but I had never really overseen a creative, you know, group, especially in a creative process like this one. So I kind of went in with an open mind um i i was sure about kind of what i wanted to get out of it um and i made sure that i knew in terms of like visually and aesthetically what i expected from from the designer so i think that helped me um but also i tried to kind of hand over the reins at certain points as well and my role was really just to check in uh, also offer my support if there was problems you know help help come up with solutions or new ideas how we can get around it yeah and I think just you know letting them do what they do best I think that's important in a team space like uh, you know, they each person kind of came with their own set of skills. And that's kind of why I chose this specific group. So for me, it was really important to kind of let that shine through and let them take ownership of their own process and the way they do things without, you know, trying to control it too much. You know, now that they've graduated, and I'm sure you've probably offered this, but I'm sure that you, if there, any of them ever needed any personal references, that you quite possibly would write references for them. Just for employability stakes yeah um but 
when the when the products so what you were saying is that a lot of the products or a few of the products have actually gone into production yeah so well i mean it's very much in the prototyping phase because oh, okay. we also we didn't have any uh, patterns well we had one pattern for the for the court one of the corset we made but obviously i didn't really have any physical representation of the designs so it was like i kind of goal was just to kind of get these designs into a physical prototype um, and also learns a lot from that process. I think a lot of the techniques used are very timely, um, but once you have that physical, the first kind of physical prototype, it's much easier then to reproduce and, you know, put into production, try save the time that, you know, was taken figuring out how to put this thing together. Um, and yeah, it is it is my plan to produce now a couple of more um, items and yeah, test it with some consumers and actually see if we can push the project forward, um, you know, as we initially hoped to. So uh, yeah, which is great that's news. kind of where it's at at the moment. Yes. Yeah, which is great news and a testimony to the to the. Um you know, the integrity of the designs and the process. That's that's what's so great about that. Um, but I want to thank you all so much for coming into the podcast. We'll let you know when it's being published. Thank you.